Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Casey. And this is the Self Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness and how it works into our lives as busy professionals, moms, and entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we spill the tea on how we still manage to take time for ourselves and make self care a priority. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And of course, share with your friends. Hope you enjoy. Go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, I say I have it pulled up here. So yeah, it's fine. I'll just kind of interject. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, you guys, I am here with my co-host Casey Stevens. This is Stacey Gardner. And today we are talking about how to create good habits. And um, I just really think that, that this is, you know, we all have habits and we all have things that we do and creating good habits sometimes feels like doing just one more thing. Right. And so last week when we talked on the podcast, Casey and I talked about how to, um, how to create habits. So four ways to create your habits, but how do you, how do you create a good habit? How are you putting some of those things with things that you're already doing so that it just doesn't feel like more work. And so we're going to talk about that today. Um, we are talking, we are going through James Clear's book on atomic habits. And I just really like how he lays this out in a very, um, in a very easy way. I like how I can just go back and kind of reference in this book when I'm curious about something. It's also been really, really helpful in adding some behavior change stuff to working with some of my clients. Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, and that's one of the first things um, I know that I do with working with clients is we think that it's so easy. Like, I feel like a lot of times we kind of know what to do, right? Um, but the struggle that people have is knowing is being able to actually do it and being able to insert it into their lives in a way that they're going to be able to find some consistency. So this particular part of this book, I'm really excited about because I think it helps um, helps us create a way to break down some of those barriers. And so that is something that I have found to be very helpful is not only identifying what it is exactly that we need to be doing or what it is that we want to be doing and setting those goals and creating those habits, but understanding why we've not been able to be consistent with it um, in the past. Because until we really kind of identify our barriers and how is it exactly that we're going to uh, create a new habit that's going to stick. And so whenever this particular part of this book, I, I love because it really goes in, I feel like it, it almost is helping us do that. Like when we break down these steps that we're going to talk about today, it really helps us understand and put some thought into what has actually been getting in our way and how we create a process that helps us overcome that. Exactly. All right. So let's dive right in because, you know, obviously we don't want to add more things to what you're already doing. So we want you guys to be able to get started with this. So let's talk about the strategy. All right. So um, James Clare talks about the four different things that you need, the four laws to create a habit, right? To create a good habit. So the first one that he talks about is making it obvious. We talked last week about taking inventory, like really kind of figuring out. Um, what you're already doing and then how can we plug things into there and when we already know what we're doing then you can attach a new habit to that and I actually will use I just was communicating with a client yesterday 
and telling her how um, I would like for her to start working on positive affirmations. And by doing this, take something that you're already doing, you get up every single morning and you brush your teeth, you brush your teeth before you go to bed at night. So twice a day, attach a sticky note to your mirror. And in the two minutes that you're brushing your teeth in your mind, say these positive affirmations to yourself. And so that is taking something she is already doing and combining it with something new. Um, and really he talks about making it obvious. You, you need to write it down. You need to say, I'm going to do this at this time. So I am going to say my affirmations while I'm brushing my teeth in the morning and in the evening and then designing your environment. So putting that sticky note on the bathroom mirror so that it, it's a cue. It's something that while you're standing there brushing your teeth, you're like, oh, okay, I was supposed to do this, right? Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is preparing your environment. Yeah, there'll be a couple different times that I talk about preparing your environment, but preparing your environment. So if, if making better food choices is your, is part of what your goal is, is putting those food choices, you know, at eye level or um, putting the things that you don't want to be choosing anymore out of eyesight, um, putting your gym bag by the front door, all kinds of things like that. So um, I think those things are really, really helpful in just kind of making that, ha that new habit, that good habit, obvious, like it's, it's right there in your face. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's exactly it. And you're, and you're talking about being very, making it obvious, being very intentional with what you're, with what you're doing. And so when we do that and we start with that, um, it makes those other pieces easier to put into, to, into place. And so I really, again, I think this is going to be broken down, um, in a way that's going to make it very easy and like immediately effective. Um, so making it obvious and then number two is what making it attractive. Right. So right. we've, and again, each one of these steps, you already talked about environment. Each one of these steps is really, we can tie that. We can tie it back to our environment. And if you guys haven't listened, we did a podcast actually on that already. So this marries with that very, very well. Um, and Stacey, you already talked about this a little bit too, is, is not only pairing the action with something that you're already doing. Um, but then also he talks about temptation bundling, which is basically where you pair the action you want to do with the action you need to do. So again, it's bringing those two pieces together to where, yes, you're kind of creating an extra step, but it doesn't necessarily feel like an extra step because it, you've got it put together there with something else that you're already doing. Right. And that could be like, um, so I may be watching Netflix, right? So I, I like to watch Netflix. I like to binge watch TV shows. <laughs> um, so I don't spend hours and hours and hours watching television, but that is something that I, I like to do in my downtime. So when I am, when I'm, if I wanted to pair something else with that, that I want to watch Netflix, but I need to get my steps in, maybe I take my iPad or my phone and go to the gym and walk on the treadmill. Maybe um, instead of, maybe it's, I really would like to finish this book. So instead of trying to go for a run and listening to music, I've been putting on my um, Audible and listening to books while I run or while I get my steps in. And so that has been really good in trying to make that, that new thing that I'm trying to do, trying to get in those 10,000 or 15,000 steps a day 
it's been easier for me to accomplish those because I am combining them with something that I already want to do. So then I like look forward to being able to do that. Um, so that's it's, but it's a motivation ritual. It's something that you enjoy and you get that immediate satisfaction from what you want to do with what you need to do. Absolutely. All right. So the third one was to make it easy. So the third law, um, and this is preparing your environment. This is making um, less boundaries, less things mm-hmm. in your way, um, putting those things in eyesight, having less steps to get there. Um, he talks about optimizing the small choices that deliver the most impact. So knowing that you um, that you can make these small choices throughout the day and that they're going to have a big impact at the end of the day and making um, your habits automated. That was another thing yeah. that he talked about. So preparing your environment, automating things. And this could just, again, this is putting the gym back next to the door. This is making sure that my book is loaded on Audible. This is making sure that I have a playlist for the gym. This is making sure that I have my sticky note on my went on my mirror. Um, it could be making sure that I have my Spotify playlist for the meditation that I want to do every morning ready so that when I get up in the morning, I have time to do that and I'm not scrambling around and searching for it. Um, so that's just making sure that that environment's ready so that the action is easier. Yeah, for sure. And the one thing that I liked out of this section too, was he said to use the two minute rule and to down, downscale your habits um, to where they can be done in two minutes or less. And I think for people that are starting out and we're trying to create new habits, that is something that is so incredibly important because if we, we often want to set these big lofty goals and have all of these things. And we want to do all, we want to do it all, all at the same time. And that gets really overwhelming because that, that really does have the potential to add a lot to our day that we have to try to find time for. And that, um, if you already are somebody who's like, I don't, I, I don't have a lot of time. I mean, none of us have, I feel like enough time. And so I right. really liked his, his bit there about like downscaling it until it's like two minutes or less. And so when you're talking about that, like everybody can squeeze two minutes out of a day. Right. So it's really helping it, like really keeping it super simple, keeping them small and letting those small habits add up to big change. Right. And that just, and when you prepare your environment, you don't take that two minute thing and turn it into 10 minutes because it takes you eight minutes to get ready. You know what I mean? And so that's really just kind of downsizing those steps in between. All right. So the last one was the fourth law was to make it satisfying. Um, I'm a huge fan of positive reinforcement, uh, but giving yourself an immediate reward when you complete the habit. And does that mean that um, I'll use this weekend as an example. I love to go just float in the pool and read my book. That's one of my favorite things to do on the weekends. I love getting the extra sun on my body. It's relaxing to me. There's something about the water and the sun that is like the only thing on this planet other than just sleep that will allow me to just like lie down and relax. Right. And so, um, this weekend I had some chores and stuff that I needed to do that I didn't really want to do. And so my immediate reward was like, okay, after I do this, this, and this, I'm going to go lie in the pool and read my book for this long. And then I'll come back in and do this, this, and this, and then I'll be able to go do this. 
And so having a reward for myself, this is very much an ADHD thing too, Um, but having, having timers, having a reward, knowing that I'm going to spend this much time doing this. And that as soon as I'm done with it, I can go and do this. But that, you know, that comes down to some discipline because I could have just thrown it all out and said, screw it. I'm just going to go and lie in the pool and not do anything today. Um, But that was the, that was the big thing. Um, finding ways to track your habits. A lot of people use bullet journals or habit trackers and things like that. Um, But the one that I really resonated with the most is the one about resiliency. They said, never miss twice. When you forget Mm -hmm. to do a habit, make sure that you get on track immediately. And this is the thing about, um, and one of these days I'm going to do it just to test it, but for things like 75 hard, where where we are starting over if we don't do things consistently every single day that we're completely starting over. I feel like that doesn't always build resiliency. There are things that happen in life. There are things that you're going to forget about. There are times when we're going to mess up. Resiliency is learning how to pick up the very next meal, pick up the very next minute, pick up the very next day, and keep pushing towards what your goals were. Keep reinforcing those good habits but I I really just kind of I'm not crazy about the whole idea of that if if you mess up you have to start all over um I would agree with you on that I think for something like that I think for not that we're special but for people like you and I who have a really good base of habit and everything that we've done. I think if you've got somebody who's doing something like that as a way, as a new challenge, that's, Mm -hmm. I think something very different. If you've got somebody who is trying to get on track, I think it's a terrible idea. (laughs) I think because they don't have, when you're talking about trying to find habits and things like that, I think it's one of those things where You've got to find grace. And we've taught, we talk about grace a lot. I talk about grace a lot. You have to Mm -hmm. find grace with yourself. You have to find forgiveness. We are not, we are not in the business of creating a culture of, of basically like, uh, belittling and, you know, tough discipline and things like that. It is like love and acceptance and self-care. And so when you're talking about like, Hey, I would never, ever, ever in my life tell a client like, Hey, this is what you're going to do. This is how we're going to progress. And by the way, if you miss a day, we're starting all the way back over at day one. Like there are very few people in this world. I think that that would actually be effective for, um, and certainly I mean, obviously, not for new people. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, <laughs> like, you know, there has been a lot of success with people doing ah. this program. Right. But I think, like you said, for people who already have good habits in place, maybe you've fallen off track and you're trying to get back on track, but if you're starting like a whole bunch of new habits and you're just trying to start a new lifestyle. I don't always think that that's the best. That's not the approach that I would take with a client. And right. and to each is on there's, there is a different place for everyone. I don't want to say that one approach is, is right. And one is wrong. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's different strokes for different folks. You know, absolutely. So we got to find what works for you. And um, yeah, I mean, there that program has worked and other programs have worked for probably tens of thousands of people at this point. And that's all fine and well. Um, but it would definitely be like, we just, I feel like here 
the culture that we're trying to create um, makes those makes an approach like that um, less palatable to people. And you really have to be in the right mindset. Like, let, I mean, we know you really do so huge and you really have to be in the right mindset and the way to be in the right mindset to be able to take on something where literally if you miss a day, cause it takes into account nothing, it's, it's not giving you leeway for anything that you're going to have mm-hmm. to start completely over. You know, it's one thing if it's within the first two few days, maybe even the first week, but if you're a day 60, 65 and something goes awry in your life and your only option is to start all the way over at day one, like, I mean, I don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I mean, for somebody who's working on mental strength, right. If that's what you're working on, then absolutely. Like that's, that's where that person needs. But if you are learning to tell yourself that you're not a failure and you're trying to change your mindset and you're trying to change how you talk to yourself, then there might be a different, a different approach. But I really do think that, you know, when your coaching style and the things that you decide that you want to implement with your clients, how you want to coach, what kind of approach you're going to take, you, you attract your people, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe. And if that's what you're putting out and that's what somebody needs, then you're attracting those people and that's fine. Um, but on that note, um, I have a meditation that I need to do because I didn't do it this morning. So I'm going to go do my five minute meditation before shower and go to work. But mm-hmm. um, it is good as always um, just chatting with you and kind of sharing this stuff with, with our listeners, Casey, and um, we will be back with you guys next week to talk about how to break a bad habit. So, all right. All right. Have you a guys great take day. care. <laughs> Bye. Bye.